Bally High. Hello, my rough and ready teddies. This is your San Juan nighty host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his Buffalo Strapless podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. You know, gang, when I was young and grew my hair long, I was able to attract a young woman now and then with that sort of Dave Mustaine look I had going on. Realizing recently I could use a little bit of that, I grew it long again. Turns out now I tend to attract a lot of really old men with that sort of Ben Franklin thing I have going on. But hey, lonely's lonely. By the way, that almanac's not the only place you'll find poor dick. Today's story starts off hanging below a poor dick and goes down from there. It blows like a brass band. Sounds like there's a lot of oral sex in this story. Sadly, there's not even a little. For the sake of the rest of us, just watch where you swing those axes and alloys. Axes and Alloys by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Everybody said Sal had brass balls, and it was true. You could hear them clacking together when he walked. But what set Sal apart from the other brassy ballers was his vision. When his sister bronzed her baby's first shoes, Sal decided to go one better and bronze entire babies. His alloy testes held the copper that he needed to get the job done, but there was one ingredient he was lacking. That's when Sal seduced the tin man. Sal found him in a little bar on the edge of Mesa, Arizona, nursing a generic 10W30 on the rocks. It seems ever since the poor bastard got a heart, he'd fallen not only for every two-bit floozy on the strip, but for every two-bit stripper on the flues. Sal bought him a Pennzoil teeny and put the moves on him. Then he waited until the Tin Man was well lubricated, and then took him to his motel room and made sure the Tin Man was well lubricated. He was, of course. Between all the lubrication and all the lubrication, the Tin Man hardly felt a thing. Nine months later, the first of their bronze babies appeared. Here's what I love about this part. I know there are some of you out there who are wondering how two men produced babies. You don't question a guy with metallic testes or copper sperm or a living man made out of tin who gets drunk on motor oil. No, this is where it gets weird for you. Well, Sal was in a bind because his original plan had been to sell the babies, but after all the time he'd spent with Tinny and watching the doctor deliver the babies with the aid of an enormous can opener, he found that he loved his family and couldn't bear to part with any of them, which is all sweet and stuff, except they were flat broke and motor oil doesn't grow on trees, you know. Or does it? If you couldn't get past the baby part, you should probably just skip ahead. Sal and his family started a you-pick-your-own-motor-oil orchard. Maybe I should just throw in some winged goats in here while I'm at it. Why not? I could even do chickens with wings. No, they have those, don't they? Suffice it to say, everyone lived happily ever after, which is something you almost never hear on this show, because whenever anyone needed anything, no matter how bizarre, it would come into their lives. Need a submarine made out of plaster that flies through the core of the sun? No problem. Sal and Tinny were so tight, people benefified them and referred to them as saltine. Okay, it wasn't totally perfect. Saltine's loser kids came in third in every competition they ever entered. If this story made you want to pop your top, you can scrape it and other vacuum packers at the airtight website BewareTheHairyMango.com. Just please be careful of sharp edges. Interrogate your fellow listeners in the comments for this post or North C-mail me and we'll all go a Viking at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com. Or we can form our own fancy pantsy Hanseatic League at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. This weekend only the SF and SF Signal stands for Samba Festival, wherein SF Signal's own Fabio Fernandez teaches the rest of us slobs how to shake it. I got started early and though I've settled down, parts of me are still shaking. Tell your local scientists on the street if he or she wants to become mad to listen to this show and then try to work it into his or her body of knowledge. I mean physically, because it hurts like hell without the Pennzoil teeny. I got your unified field right here. Twitter log splitters that following me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity is the best jacking one's lumber could possibly enjoy. The only babes these guys get are four-legged and blue. Can I have some money? Thanks. This podcast races down a slippery chute to drop straight onto a raw sewage-laden Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 imported license. People talk about raw sewage like it's the absolute worst. Take it from me, folks. It doesn't taste any better cooked. This might not be your hoagie hoarding host, Matthew Submarine Sandwich Carmichael Smith, passing along the immortal words of P.T. Barnum's dysphasic older brother, Pottery Barnum, never suck a giver and break even. Good night. <laughs>